1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. The first thing that struck me in the passage of Scripture we just read is the fact that the carrier of the anointing is the first beneficiary of the anointing. The carrier of the anointing is the first to benefit from the power and the glory and the wonders of the anointing. The anointing must first be evident in your life before it can impact any other life. The anointing that has no effect in your life will not produce any effect in the life of others. The anointing that cannot change and transform you cannot impact any other. There were nine other people present the moment David was anointed. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon David alone from that day forward. The Spirit singled David out. And from that day, a major internal and external transformation occurred in his life. The first purpose of the anointing, therefore, is to do a deep, deep, deep visible work in your life. Jesus also confirmed this in Luke 4, 18, where he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. The anointing of the Lord releases the Spirit upon a man. After the anointing of Saul, Samuel said unto Saul in verse 6 of First Samuel chapter 10, the Bible says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them, and be turned into another man, into another man, into another woman. Hallelujah. After the anointing, the Spirit of the Lord rested upon Saul, and he was turned into another man. He was transformed into another man until he missed it and was rejected by the Lord. Mm. Contact with the anointing causes a terrific, visible transformation in your life that becomes very visible to all. You become the first beneficiary of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. The anointing exposed David to another dimension of the spirit he had never experienced before. You will agree with me that killing a lion and a bear couldn't have been possible without the help of the spirit of God. So the spirit of God was already at work in David. But a higher expression of the Holy Spirit for greater works, for greater works, was required for the next level of his operation, of his ministry, of his assignment in the palace and everywhere. Friends, you are the one, yes, the one, the first person 
that will benefit the most from the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Yes. So set yourself apart for the Lord. Separate yourself and focus on God. Focus on God. Put the distraction away. The anointing will profit you only if you can focus intensely when the anointing comes upon you. Oh my, you will certainly experience definite spiritual and physical transformation. The second interesting thing that challenged me so deeply is that a rejected anointed man may continue to host the Spirit of God until God finds a suitable replacement for such a person. Although Saul was already rejected by the Lord, he still continued to carry the Holy Spirit. He still continued to host the Holy Spirit until David was found and anointed. In 4 Samuel chapter 16 verse 1, the Bible says, And the Lord said unto Samuel, How long wilt thou mourn for Saul? Same, I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill thine horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have provided me a king among his sons. As soon as David was found and anointed, in verse 13, the Spirit of God came upon him. And 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 14 tells us that the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. A man or woman who has fallen out of favor with God may still continue to carry the Spirit of God because a genuine, faithful servant in whom the Lord delights to release the anointing has not been found. The Spirit of God remained in Saul until he found a better and convenient place in David. So Saul had the Spirit of God in him. But the presence of the Spirit of God in him could not profit him in any way. His kingdom was torn apart. His kingdom was taken from him and given to a neighbor, a neighbor that was better than him, yet he had the Spirit of God in him at the time. 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 27 to 31 says, And as Samuel turned around to go away, Saul seized the edge of his robe, and it tore. So Samuel said to him, The Lord has turned the kingdom of Israel from you today, and has given it to a neighbor of yours, who is better than you. In verse 30, Saul acknowledged his sin, For he has said to Samuel, I have sinned, yet... I have sinned, but forget about my sin. Yet, honor me now. Please, before the elders of my people and before Israel, and return with me that I may worship the Lord your God, the Lord your God. 
So Samuel turned back after Saul, and Saul worshipped the Lord. Mm. A man who had been rejected, a man whose kingdom had been torn apart, a man who heaven had rejected, still stage managed a cosmetic worship event. A cosmetic worship show before the elders and the entire nation with a genuine prophet of God as the special guest of honor. He was happy to have the prophet, but cared less about the spirit of God. He was more concerned about the honor of men at the expense of relationship with God. The presence of the Holy Spirit did not profit him a bit. The Spirit of God was just hanging on. The Spirit of God was just managing with him and waiting for a better vessel where he could dwell. And the moment David was found and anointed, the Spirit of God immediately departed from Saul. David was anointed in 1 Kings 16.13 and in 1 Kings 16.14 the Spirit of God departed from Saul. Dearly beloved, there are many people who are of no use to heaven anymore. They have expired. They have expired from active service because of their pride, their arrogance, their disobedience to God. Stubbornness. There are men and women who rather desire the honor and praise of men than to please God. A faithful teenager in the wilderness committed to his place of primary assignment away from public view is of higher spiritual value to heaven than a disobedient king in the palace. Such disobedient men may continue to host the Holy Spirit temporarily, temporarily, until you present yourself to receive the anointing of God upon your life. Many evil, lying, disobedient people are running around with the label, the label of the anointing on themselves, but the Spirit of God in them has no effect in their lives anymore. They may physically be accorded all the honor. They may organize programs and activities, but heaven has no use for them anymore. They may organize worship concerts and events, prayer meetings, healing and miracle meetings with special guests of honor and great men of God. But heaven has no use for them anymore. They are just occupying space in the realm of the Spirit and they will continue to occupy this space until you rise. You rise to receive your anointing that God has destined for you. The release of the anointing of God upon your life will mark the end of the era of wicked, disobedient, arrogant men. Saul was not even aware of the departure of the Spirit of God from his life. His servant had to call his attention to the departure of the Spirit of God. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 15, the Bible says, And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, and 
evil spirit from God troubleth thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp, and it shall come to pass, when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. And Saul so said unto his servant, Provide me now a man that can play well, and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person. Oh, and the Lord is with him. One thing you must never forget is that the release of the anointing could be done in the public, but the departure of the Spirit, the departure of the Spirit behind the anointing, is usually quiet and private. Samson did not know when the Spirit of God departed from him. Saul did not know when the Spirit of God departed from him. The Spirit departed from Saul, and David had to provide the therapy to relieve Saul of the evil spirit that troubled him. Dear brothers and sisters, with all your getting, do all you can to get the anointing. Desire nothing less than the infilling of the Spirit of God. Do all you can to obtain and to keep the anointing of God upon your life. Let nothing in this world take the Spirit of God from you. Let nothing in this world take the Spirit of God, the anointing and the Spirit of God from you. I commend you to God and to the word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Amen. Amen.